Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for joining me today. I hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. I hope you got you a good cup of joe and you're ready to go as we get into today's episode. As I was preparing today, I was reflecting back at everything that's taken place in the past couple of weeks. With everything from what we have all witnessed in Afghanistan, to all of the weather that's happening all around the world, to the pandemic, to all of the social injustice, just everything that's going on in our world. And that got me to thinking, where have we placed our love? And what I mean by that is, we're on this earth, we're going through different things. As we know, money is getting tight for some families. The cost of material things are going up. A lot of things are changing, but where have we placed our love. Also, where have we placed our faith? So I want to talk about the love of this world today. And I want to read out of 1 John chapter 2, starting with the 15th verse. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love this world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers you only cravings of physical pleasure and cravings of everything we see and our pride and achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but these are from the world. And the world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. First and foremost, I want to ask God for the blessing of the reading of His Word. And as I said, that's what I want to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen, is I want to talk about where we have placed our love. Now, we can see with all the technology that we have and all of the advancements that we've had on this world that we could see where a lot of people start following and loving certain items or material things. Everything from our technology of our iPhones to our computers to our um, gadgets that we have in our house, we love them. And as we tell people, you know, oh, I just love this iPhone. I just love the way the new iPhone 12 does this, this, and this. I couldn't imagine my life without it. Well, that bothers me. Because there was a time where we could be without these items. But I'll get into that later on. So getting into the scripture, do not love the things of this world. Jesus himself told us. And warned us about loving the things of this world and putting our treasures up on this earth because moss and rust and thieves would get it. But whatever we store up in heaven would be there forever. We can't take things with us. We can't take our possessions with us. We can't take our achievements with us because they do us no good in heaven. I can't tell you if they'll do any good in hell. But I can tell you they won't do any good in heaven. All right? The physical pleasures that we are craving, we crave physical pleasures. And some are good and some are bad. 
if you're married and you have committed your life with your spouse in a marriage in front of God, then you have physical pleasures that the Lord has blessed you and your spouse with. But there's also physical pleasures upon this earth that people get involved in that turns around and does nothing but hurt them. I'm talking about porn and strip clubs and uh, gawking at uh, people, lusting for them, looking at them, craving them. And the Bible warned us about this. But it's beyond that. It's also craving and having cravings of, of alcohol and drugs of pleasure or material things because I have to have this latest whatever it is because I have to have it. I'm here to tell you the love of this world and the love for God cannot coexist. You have to choose either to love this world or to love God. The, Jesus also told us that we could not serve God and serve manna. We can't serve money, material things, or whatever it is. You cannot hold God in one hand and hold the world in the other hand and try to find a perfect balance. It does not work. Why does it not work? Because our heart should always be seeking what God wants in our life. There is a lot of people that are listening to this episode, that listens to this podcast, and there's a lot of people that I know that's been through, be honest with you, hell. And I've been there too. The things of this world, the problems that we have to go through, the proverbial shoes that you have to fill, is hard on people. What gets you through it? What gets you through it is keeping the, the, the love of God in your heart and knowing in your mind that the Lord is with you every step of the way. Every time that we have to make hard decisions or something goes on, and I'm talking maybe a loss of a spouse, maybe a loss of a job, loss of a child, loss of something in your life that breaks your heart. Jesus is standing right there waiting to help you, only if we're willing to turn to him. One of the first messages I ever preached 21 years ago was about the prodigal son. And the reason I'm bringing it up today because it fits. It is hopefully the best example I can give you. But there's going to be more to the story than just the prodigal son, and I'll get into that. All right, there was, there was a man that had two sons, one young, one older. The youngest wanted his half of the inheritance because he wanted to leave. And so the father gave him his half, and, he, and the Bible says he went off into a foreign land. He started doing outrageous living, wild spending, and ran out of money. And then a great famine hit the land. And this, this young lad could not buy any food. He couldn't buy any shelter. And, it, and the Bible says he was eating out of the trough of pigs. And if you've ever seen a pig's trough, it is full of just whatever the waste is that people get rid of. And, it, and the Bible says as he was eating out of this trough, he remembered that in his father's house, there were servants that were living better than he was. And that he would go back and ask his father for a job. And the Bible says as he was traveling back home, the father would go out every day and look for him and stand there. And he noticed 
the young man and afar off walking toward him. And the Bible says he ran to him and he hugged him and he embraced him and he called to his staff to bring the best robe, the best ring, the best sandals to place on this child and to find the best calf and kill it so they could have a feast because his son was dead, but he's alive again. But the son also looked at the father and said, Father, I have committed a sin against you and God that he was no longer worthy to be called this man's son. But the father forgave him and they threw a great party for his return. But see, that's not the end of the story. The story goes on because the oldest brother, the oldest brother was very similar to the youngest brother, except the oldest brother had jealousy, greed, and envy. Because see, he didn't leave the father. He stayed right there working day in and day out. And when the young brother came back, the oldest was jealous because he said, what in the world's going on? He took his half of the inheritance he's left, but now you're giving him more. You're giving him more and why? Well, I'm here to tell you the reason why he was given more is because that's the same way God gives us. He gives us more than what we deserve. He gives us more than what we need. He gives us everything that we have to have to get through that situation. We all go through hell, ladies and gentlemen. We all go through things in our life that is difficult, that is challenging. And sometimes you just want to sit down, throw your hands up and say, I just can't do this anymore. And you want to roll around in self-pity and say, I can't do this. It's too difficult. Why? Because if you're a follower of Christ, if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you have the perfect help standing beside you. It's just we are too dumb sometimes to recognize it. Or we're too prideful to recognize it. We go through things in this world and this world is challenging, all right? The Bible told us we are not of this world. We are passing through. The believers in Christ are just traveling through this world because we're not of this world. We belong in heaven as a believer in Christ. So how can you not love this world, but yet can you coexist in this world? You can go through this world, do what you need to do, have the things that you need to have to live, because those are the things that God provides for you. But you should never lose sight of the one who gives it to you. Your job is not because you went to school for four years and you're the brilliant one that got that job. It helped, but that's not the only reason. The reason you got that job is because God put you in that job. God has put me in every job I've ever had. And there have been quite a few, to be quite honest with you. All right? First, it was the military. Then it was the fire service. And then I worked some odd and end jobs before I ended up working in a hospital to now where I'm working at a college. But I'm a firm believer God put me in every one of those jobs. Because when the time came and I was bored or I didn't think I, I was getting the, the credit I deserved, the envy, the, the, the cravings, the pleasures of the achievement as I read, 
God would keep me there until I started showing that I was becoming content to where I'm at, to where I was accepting where I was at. Then once I started accepting where I was at and I wasn't chasing the things of this world, then God moved me where I needed to go to next. And by saying that is that's why I believe I'm where I'm at today in my work life, working at a college. What does God have me there for? I don't know. I don't know what my mission is, but I'm there. Maybe it's to to talk to the young men and women that I run across and share Christ with them. Talk to them about the Lord. Maybe there's somebody out there that needs help that I don't know yet. Because everywhere I've ever been and everything I've ever done, God has put me there for a reason, as I said. In the fire service, it was helping people. But I can tell you one particular story real quick about the fire service. Um, we ran a call. It was, it was a medical call. And this older woman was in a wheelchair. And we were getting her husband loaded up in the ambulance. The woman sitting in the wheelchair was very agitated and upset. And she was raising Cain and cussing at all of us. And she was mad. And as I got ready to walk out of the house, I was looking around and I noticed she had pictures of Jesus and scriptures on her wall and a Bible sitting on a table beside her. And so I told my lieutenant and I told the crew of the the fire truck to go on outside. I'd be there in a minute. And I walked over and she was still yelling at me. And I knelt down beside her by the wheelchair. And I said, I noticed that you have pictures of Jesus in your home and I noticed some scriptures in the Bible that sits beside you and I flat asked this lady are you a follower and are you a believer in Christ and she said yes I am I said then why are you acting the way you're acting today by spewing out the words that you're saying and the hateful things and she just looked at me with tears in her eyes and she says I'm scared I said we're all scared She goes, no, I'm scared because I don't want to lose my husband. If I lose my husband, I can't make it. I can't survive. I'll end up dying. And I told this woman that since you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and he's your savior, you're never alone. And she just looked at me. And I said, your husband is sick. He's going to get the best care he can at the hospital. I'm sure you're going to have some family members come and pick you up to carry you there. I said, but the way you're acting and the way you're just lashing out to people is not the way Jesus taught us. And then she started crying. And I said, ma'am, I want to pray with you. I didn't say I wanted to pray for her. I said, I want to pray with you. And I held her hand and I prayed. And I asked the Lord to give her comfort in everything that she was going through. And after a few minutes of prayer, I told her, I said, God bless you. And I said, if you ever need anything, I gave her my contact information. And I said, you call me. And I got in the fire truck and everybody was looking at me. And they said, well, what what happened in there? I said, don't worry about it. I said, it was a conversation between me and her and the Lord. That's just an example on what I believe God puts me in places for. Maybe not to bring the best words of comfort, but to also to maybe share Christ with this world. 
You can also be in that position too, and you may be in that position. But I'm here to also caution you that it's not always for you to lead someone to Christ. It may be that situation you're in is to remind you where you need to put your faith, to where you need to put your focus and your heart, not of the things of this world, but on to Christ. Real familiar scripture, I've used it many a times on this podcast, is John 3.16, ladies and gentlemen. To me, that is the best way to sum up the love that God has for us. That God created us in his image. He wants a relationship with us. That he sent his only son upon this earth to die for us. Now the devil's mad. He'll do everything he can like he did with the prodigal son to get you away from the father. Because he's mad because he lost. He lost the day that, that Jesus went to the cross. The day that Jesus laid into the tomb. The day that Jesus rose and went to the right hand of the father. He lost, and there's no way that he can win because I'm going to go ahead and tell you the ending of the greatest story ever told, and that is the devil loses, God wins, the end. And if you don't believe me, pick up your Bible and read it, that God wins in the end. So what does that have to do about the things of this world? I can't change anything that's going on in this world, neither can you. All we can do is continue to go through this world. If you are listening to this podcast and you don't know what to do and you don't follow Christ, you may be lost. You may be out here trying to figure out what it is that needs to satisfy you and to help you with your cravings. Today is the day that you can fulfill that craving, that desire, and that need. You can fill all of that with the name of Jesus. You can fill all of that by following the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. I'm not going to get into all types of different prayers. I can tell you this, sit down somewhere quiet and have that conversation with him. And don't talk to him like he's a stranger because he knows you. He's been probably waiting on you. And if you are a believer in Christ and there's things that's happened in your life that you're sitting there and you don't understand, now is the time that you can go and reflect and talk with the Lord and seek his help. Because he's there to help you every step of the way. He's there to help you no matter what it is that you're going through. Just as I believe that God put me where he needed me for that time to speak with that that woman in that home. Just like I've had other opportunities and jobs that I was in to share Christ with people. That happened in the hospital that I worked in. That happened in different places that I've ever been in my life. And I thank God for it because this past week I watched a terrible thing happen in Afghanistan. I watched service people lose their life. I've seen this country which is in chaos. And the only thing I can do is I can only pray out to God, God help us. God help us. Because I look at everything that's going on in this world and this is Royce's personal opinion. But the things that I see going on and the things that I feel that that we're in right now is because God never turned his back upon us. We've turned our back upon God. And this is what it's like to live when we are not following God. I can't stress that enough for people that we need to be in the presence of the Lord 
because that is the balance and the satisfaction in our life. Chasing the things of this world will never satisfy us because we'll always crave and want more. So my hope and prayer today, as I get ready to, to finish up today's episode, is this. I hope and pray that if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, today is the day that you can call out to him and say, today is the day that I choose to follow Christ and not the things of this world. And if you are a follower of Christ, you've gotten away, you've slid back a little bit, you've lost your faith, whatever the situation is, today is the day that you can reestablish that relationship with God. And you can do that today. So I challenge each and every one of you to follow the Lord, to love the Lord with all of your heart, and quit chasing the things of this world. Because at the end of the day, is a shiny object going to satisfy you or eternity with your Father? I want to thank all of you for listening today to following this podcast and supporting what I do. I want to thank you all with all of my heart. And as always, you always start your day with Jesus and his cup of joe. God bless.